It's good to be in God's house. Yes, ma'am. Please do, right there in the microphone, right there. Attention up here. Amen. Amen. I receive that in the name of Jesus. Absolutely. And to you mothers that are having to play dual roles, thank you. Thank you. We honor you today as well. It's a good day. I know you've heard it several times already, but happy Father's Day. I'm thankful for my daddy who let me hang out with him everywhere he went. When I was five years old, he came to know Jesus Christ. And my father was not your average drinker. He was an alcoholic. And at one point, he stayed drunk for 19 months. Let, let that bake your noodle for a second. And on a Thursday night, in front of his couch, when I was five years old, me sitting right beside him, he prayed a prayer. And Jesus Christ radically transformed my daddy and started him all over. And made him brand new. And I remember him telling the story on the next day, which would have been Friday. Because, see, we never saw Daddy from Friday till Monday night. But he came home Friday night. And when he got home, he told Mom and us kids that, I know this is real. Because... He always stopped at a bar in West Dayton and played music and just drank his money away. And he said he looked up in his rearview mirror and that bar sign was in that rearview mirror. He stopped at that bar for 20 years. Today, some of y'all are going to put some things in your rearview mirror. I believe it in the name of Jesus. But to do that, we've got to have faith like a little kid. We've got to believe like a child believes. We've got to trust like a child trusts. Take your Bibles and find Mark chapter 10. We're going to be in several scriptures today, but I want us to, I want us to consider something this morning. I pray you'll consider it with me. I'll tell you where this was birthed from. So last Sunday was our first Sunday back in the building, right? And praise the Lord for that. Again, we completely respect and honor whatever decision you make in terms of where you sit and whether you wear a mask or whether you choose to come, whatever. We, we love you and honor you and let us know how we can serve you through this. Uh, 
but God said it was time for us to open up, so we did. And last Sunday, Pastor Dwayne had me in this crazy juxtaposition of you need to be a child, but you need to grow up. And obviously, he made it plain, so I knew what he meant. I knew what God was trying to communicate to us, but it messed me up all week. So, I asked him, would it be okay if I just continued that thought? And I don't usually title messages, but if I were going to title it, I would have titled this one, Grow Up Like a Child. And we're going to start where, where Pastor Dwayne started. And while I was just praying over this and lamenting over it and asking God what he would have us do here today, he took me back to just a, a sidebar that the Lord dropped in my spirit. It's been actually a few years ago now. And I, I, I blew it by y'all on, you know, in, in the middle of, of a message. I, 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 need, I, need, I need you and I today to just, just zero in on the fact that God is a God of miracles. No, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I, I think we've lost the wonder. I know I'm not speaking for everyone, but we've lost the wonder of God. We've, we've forgotten that he's bigger than the circumstance. We've, we've, we kind of we just slide right by the he's all we really got. And I, I, need, I, need us, I need us to lean into that today. I need us to lean into that because we all have needs. We all have things that are hurting us and hurting the ones that we love. And listen, Jesus is the answer. I don't care what the question is. Jesus is the answer. And, 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 I, and I know that's like a, a, a big blanket preacher statement. But you need to hear me. I, I, I'm talking to you today as somebody that just loves you as a friend. Jesus is the answer. What, whatever has got you upside down, Jesus is the answer. Whatever's ailing you today, Jesus is your answer. Whatever's broken in your life, Jesus is the answer. So we need to be like one of those little kids and get to him today and let him touch us and let him bless us. Who's with me today on this journey? Okay. Okay. All right. God, I bless the reading of your word. I ask you, Lord Jesus, God, that you would just move in and out of these pews Rest upon individuals. God, I ask you that you would speak to us today through your word. I ask you, Lord Jesus, oh God, minister to us. Consume our heart. Arrest our minds, Lord Jesus. Pull us in closer. That we would grow up like a child. We bless your name, Jesus. We worship you in this house. You are high and lifted up. Worthy is your name. 
Oh, and we bow our hearts to you, God. We thank you for breath. We return it back to you. We thank you for our life. We give it back to you. Prepare our hearts to receive what you have for us today. And anything good that happens here is because of you. In the unchangeable, powerful, unstoppable, mighty name of Jesus the Christ, we pray amen and amen. Can we just give him one more shout of praise in here today? So in Mark chapter 10, some parents are bringing their kids to Jesus to be blessed and for him to lay hands on and to pray over. And the church folk didn't like it. The disciples, they, 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 didn't, they didn't want nothing to do with it. They, they, didn't, they just weren't happy about it. They're like, Jesus is too busy. He's, you know, he's, 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 he's Jesus. Y'all need to give him some room. And Jesus, Jesus don't need room. Je- Jesus, Jesus needs us. Listen now, we need to grow up like children. So you got to he- hear what I'm saying in the natural, okay? And, and just let this relate to your spirit. We need to crawl up on his lap and we need to let him touch us and bless us, put his hands on us and move all over us just like a little kid. Do you understand what I'm saying? Listen, parents, you know when your kids are crawling all over you slobbering on you and loving on you. If, if, if little Kate has kissed me once, she's kissed me ten times today. Love you, Papa. Listen, listen to me. If you're talking to me and, Kate, and Kate or Candace and Heather, Emma, Iris, any of them, Dylan, Jeremiah, if they walk up to me, I'm, listen, forgive me now because they will get my attention. And listen, whatever's going on and whoever's crowding you in your life, if you'll try to get to Jesus, he don't need room. He needs you to crawl up and get blessed. So, so why don't we? we? We need to answer that today. So the disciples weren't happy about it, but Jesus wasn't having it. So in verse 4 of Mark chapter 10, I'm sorry, 14, excuse me. In Mark 10, 14, your Bible says that Jesus said, let the children come to me. Let the children come to me. So listen, that's an invitation for you, and that's an invitation to me to get to Jesus. Let the children come to me. Oh, but he didn't stop there, did he? Because he went to verse 15, and he said... I tell you the truth, anyone who doesn't receive the kingdom of God is just like a child will never enter it. Let's read it again. I tell you the truth, anyone who doesn't receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. Now you need to, you need to understand, Jesus doesn't mince any words here. It's not might enter it. Listen, listen we, we, we got to understand, he, he, he didn't say something and didn't mean it. If we don't come to him like a child, we will not receive the kingdom of God. And you're like, can, can you make that sound any better? No, Jesus didn't. I'm certainly not going to change what he said. Like a child, we need to come to him. And I won't spend the entire message talking about the, the correlation between children and their 
ability to trust and their ability to love. And because you know that already. You see it. You see it every day. And like our sister said, we, we have to be mindful that there are some that did not have role models and models that they, so we need to be that. We need to get them to Jesus. And whoever says, no, 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 not you, not you, no, not right now, then we need to just remind them that Jesus told the little children to come with an invitation. If we don't come to him like a little child, your Bible says we will not receive the kingdom of God. He says, I want you to have faith. I want you to have faith like a little child. The, 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 the unwavering faith, the, the simple purity in the faith of, like a child has. The faith that a child has in their physical daddy. Have, have you ever tried to see the story of Christ through the lens of a child? See, I need you to, I need you to get in this scriptures today. You need to put yourself in there for me, please. I don't care if you're a bystander, maybe you're a news reporter. I don't know who you are. You might be one of the players in the game. But you need to get in this scripture because I want you to see how this plays out. I want you to go all the way back. I want you to imagine you're a little child and you're hearing again the story of what we call Christmas. Come on now. We, we as, as grown-ups... It's like, oh yeah, we, we get that. He was born of a virgin. Stop. No. No. That, that's a big deal. A, a little kid listening to this story, if we can hear it like they heard it, if we could see it, do you understand what that would do to your faith if you would just grasp this like a little kid? What? What? What are you? What? An angel? What? But see, we've heard it so much that we no longer are impacted like we should be. I'm not saying we're not. But listen, if, if it hit us like it would hit these children when they heard it, can you only imagine? We wouldn't be afraid to try anything. Come on, right? We wouldn't be afraid. To, we would lean into any challenge that came our way. Because we would have grown up like a child. The Christmas story. Are, are, you, are, you, are, you, are you in the text today? Go to, go to Luke chapter 1. If you don't have a Bible, the screen behind me will have all the verses that I'm going to share with you today. Unless God gives me another one or something different. And if you need a Bible, let anybody with an Ask Me badge know. And you will have one this time next week. Imagine a little kid hearing the Christmas story for the first time. Luke 1, verse 26, 27. God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. Now, we already addressed the fact that hearing that Mary was a virgin yet was with child mind blown. But now let's not blow past that an angel appeared and spoke. An angel of the Lord appeared. Don't, don't say that. Yeah, we, 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 yeah, it was an angel. We get that. We, we, we've heard that. I know that part. Listen, it wasn't the mailman. It wasn't a preacher. It wasn't a neighbor. It was an angel. And it wasn't just any angel. It was Gabriel. They would have heard. Do you understand? They would have known. 
They would have known this angel of mercy, Gabriel. They would have known. And if, if it would have been you and I, we would have had a pick up on Instagram in seconds. Why? Because it, it would blow our mind. Why doesn't it blow our mind today? It's still the same story. It's the same God. It's the same miracle. It's the same thing. We hear it over and over. And I suggest to you that it's because we've heard it over and over, but we've not seen it over and over. We've not applied it over and over. So it becomes an awesome story. It's not just a story. Imagine a kid seeing that. And of course, the angel says in verse 28 of Luke 1, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. And the angel of the Lord, listen, he says to a teenage girl, a child I would suggest. Verse 31, you will conceive and you will give birth to a son and you will name him Jesus. And he will be a very great, and he will be very great and will be called the son of the most high. And the little girl named Mary asked the question that I believe is a fair question. This is not a question born from doubt. Come on, somebody. This, this is not a question born from doubt. This is a question born from reality. There's a difference. This is not a question born from doubt. It's a question born from reality. And she says this, but how, in verse 34, but how can this happen? I'm a virgin. Hold up, hold up, angel. How can this happen? I'm a virgin. And so the angel answers, verse 35, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will shadow, overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy and he will be called the Son of God, which leads us to our key verse, verse 37. The angel says what I hope we grasp today. The angel says what I hope we can get a hold of. The angel says what I hope you leave here believing. The angel says what I hope we leave here Speaking. The angel says what I hope we get deep down inside of us because some of you need this today. I need this today. I need to know this. I need to be reminded of this. Oh, but I need to do more than just tuck it away somewhere. I need to declare it. I need to proclaim it. I need to believe it. I need to live it. I need to make my decisions based on this, not based on anything else, anyone else's opinion, anyone else's approval. I need to own this today that with God, nothing will be impossible. Nothing will be impossible. Own it. Nothing will be impossible. Nothing will be... Listen, the word nothing means nothing. Come on. Let's grow up like a child. Let's not break this down in 47 languages. Nothing means nothing, and nothing will be impossible with God. The question is, do we believe that today? We need to leave here owning that verse. We need to leave here owning that truth, that nothing, nothing is impossible with God, amen. And God did something that no other human could ever do. And he can do it because what is impossible for man, what is impossible for man is easy for God. No, what's, what's impossible for Jeff Burke is it's easy for God. What, 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 what's impossible for Jay Scales, it's easy for God. What's impossible for Matt and Pastor Wayne and TJ, what, 
Jack, what's impossible? It's easy for God. What's impossible for this body? And what's impossible for this body is easy. It's easy for God. It's Honestly, it's not even remotely a challenge. You say, well, well see, I've, uh, I've, you, you, I've got to gotta prove it. Then you ain't coming to it like a child. You, 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 and you've got to come to it like a child or you will not receive the kingdom of God. So we've got to grow up like a child. The heart of what I really want us to lead into is the omnipotence of God, and, and, and that just means all-powerful and almighty, all-powerful, all, 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 if nothing is impossible, then he's all-powerful, he's almighty, and that, and that big word um, omnipotent, it's, it's, not in, it's not in your Bible, oh, but, 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 stay with me, because 350 times is the word almighty. All, which leads me to a key thought that a child would embrace. And if you're taking notes, I would ask you to write this down because you might need reminded of it later. This is what I want you leaving here with. Your key thought is this. My God can do anything. My God can do anything. Uh, you know. Deb, you don't understand with your little perfect life, two things. One, you don't know nothing. And two, I know what I'm talking about. I've seen it. I've lived it. And you have too. We just need to put credit where it's due. My God can do anything. Would you say that with me? My God can do anything. Now, now, um, hey, kids. Kids in the room, look up here at me real quick. I know, just, just real quick, okay? You can, get back, you can get back to whatever you're doing in a minute. Just look up here because I want us to be examples to the adults because they weren't feeling it apparently. So kids, you, you, if you've been to VBS here, raise your hand. Kids, okay, then you know what I'm looking for, right? Right, kids, are you with me? Kids, are you with me? Okay, kids, say this, my God can do anything. Ready? Mike, it's a tie. No, 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 no. Kids, I want to hear you. Kids, stand up on your feet. Kids, stand up on your feet. Kids, stand up on your feet. Go on, get up, get up, get up, get up. Come on, come on, you ready? See, we didn't have VBS this year. So I got to get my fix. I, I, need to, I need to leave with my ears ringing today. Kids, my God can do anything. Ready? One, two, three. My God can do anything. Now, adults, let me ask you one more time. Can you read it for me? My God can do it. Give him praise in this house. Come on. My God can do anything. And why is this important? Because some of us at this very moment, even as I speak, you're already, your mind is arguing with that statement. Your, your mind, you can't wrap around that statement. You're rejecting that because you think, I don't understand. I don't have to understand because he does. You don't have to convince me how bad your life is. 
I'm going to try that again. You don't have to convince. Listen, you don't, I, it, it's not that I don't care, but God already knows. So if you will believe that God can do anything, my God can do anything, you don't have to keep reminding everybody how jacked up your life is because you're leaning into a God that can do anything. Anything, 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 anything. We're facing somebody, somebody right now in this room. You're facing a significant challenge and you don't know what to do. Hey, grow up like a child. Just, just grow up like it's, you, you don't know what to do. It's okay. It's okay that you don't know what to do. I give you permission to not know what to do if you need that. There's significant challenges in our life, trials, circumstances, and situations that we've tried everything Oh, we've tried everything. The doctors have tried everything. Listen, we need to genuinely run to Almighty God who can do everything and anything. And in the last week, let me give you a, a quick snapshot of some of the prayer requests I've received. This is how I know this is on time. This is how I know this is relevant. Obviously, I ain't saying names. Some of you are in this room. Most, however, are not. Which makes me sad because it proves that the church folk think they got this. We ain't got nothing but God. And what we do have came through His hands before we got it. So just this, just this week, we've got word that there are marriages that are about over and they need a miracle and they need it now. My God can do anything. <laughs> uh, there's young men with addictions, addictions to pornography and drugs and alcohol and they need deliverance and they need it my God can do anything. <laughs> Family struggling with the loss of a loved one. And they need peace and they need comfort and they need it now. My God can do anything. I've gotten prayer requests this week of families that have received devastating news from their doctor. They need a miracle. They need healing and they need it now, and I know that there are those of you either in your lives or in the lives of the people that you love, they need something from the Lord. They need a miracle and they need it now. Listen, what would happen if you just walked out of here saying with men it's impossible, but with God all things are possible. And that's how you prayed. I said, that's how you prayed. You prayed expecting that with God anything is possible. It's not with me anything is possible. With God everything is possible. Nothing is impossible. What happened if you just prayed that and spoke that in into the atmosphere, begin to declare that over whatever it is they're dealing with. What would happen? What would happen? What if the prayer didn't answer? What if it did? What if it did? Come on, what if it did? What if it did? And so through the power of the word of God, my goal today is to help us all build our faith. I want us to mature like a child. 
I want to give you three emphatic statements, if I could. I'll do it quick, as quick as I can. If you say, and we've all said it, so let's, let's take our, our church face off for just a second, okay? We good with that? I had somebody tell me one time, you're way, you're way too transparent when you're on the stage. How could, how could your preacher be too transparent? I don't make sense to me, does it you, Pastor? No, it don't mean either. So I ignore him. If you say, I can't do anything about this, and you have, who's ever said that? Yeah, all of us have said that. If you say, I can't do anything about this, the faith of a child would say, well, my God can. I mean, the kid's like, my daddy can? What are you talking about? Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, when my daddy was alive walking on this earth, he could whoop your daddy. Hands down, bro. He can whoop your daddy. I'm sorry. I love your daddy. I love all y'all's daddies. Kids, my daddy can whoop your daddy. Now, your daddy's super strong. <laughs> super strong. And he's, he should be a hero to you. But listen to me. A <laughs> little kid, they would argue that with me all day long because their daddy can do anything. And whenever you say, when you say, I can't do anything about this, a child would lean into that with like, you know what? But my dad can. My dad can. Because my dad can do anything. My dad's got strong hands. My dad's got a big heart. My dad's got big old muscles. I don't know what God looks like. You ain't seen him and neither have I. Boy, but in my mind, are you kidding me? He's like, he's like the rock and like, you know, a combination of a, of a monk and, and whatever else. Any, he, he's everything. He can do anything. You got a problem? I got this, God says. I got this. That's the way a child thinks, right? That's the way a child thinks. A child thinks that way. We need to lean into that. I love what the prophet Jeremiah says in 32:17. Oh, sovereign Lord. <laughs> Oh, almighty God. Oh, God that knows everything. Oh, God that's done, did everything that needs to be done and is driving this thing whether we realize it or not. Oh, sovereign Lord, you made the heavens and you made the earth by your strong hand and your powerful arm. Nothing is too hard for you. My God can. That's an emphatic statement you need to own. You need to share it. You need to say it. You need to declare it. Whatever it is, my God can. Friday night, prayer meeting. Oh, if you missed it, you missed church. Friday night, we were here praying, and I'm up here praying, and I'm thinking about this message. I ain't, I'm not studying it out. I'm just, and God just drops into me Job 38 through 41. Would you just take something, write that down. Just write down Job 38 through 41. Just write that down. Don't look at it now unless God's telling you to, and if he is, you do that and just block me out. But, but read it on your own time if you would. Job 38 through 41. This is when, Joe, when God has just listened over and 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 over. And Job's friends tell him why he's in the condition he's in. They tell Job what he needs to do about it. And they tried to describe God. <laughs> and, and, it, and God shows up in chapter 38. 
Is it okay if I read a little bit of that? It, I, this is one of those things I told you we don't know what's happening. In just chapter 38 alone, I, I, Dwayne and I were talking about this Friday. God asked 32 questions. <laughs> the Lord answered Job from the whirlwind. Who speaks from a whirlwind? Whirlwind sucks us up and spits us out. Oh, God uses us as his podium. Who is this that questions my wisdom with arrogant words? Brace yourself like a man because I've got some questions for you and you will, you will answer them. Where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Tell me if you know so much. Who determines its dimensions and stretches out the survey in line? What supports its foundation? Who has its cornerstone as the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy? Who kept the sea inside its boundaries as it bursts from the womb? And as I clothed it with clouds and wrapped it in thick darkness, for I looked beyond barred gates, <laughs> limiting its shores. I said, this is far enough and no farther will you come. Have you proud waves must stop. Have you ever commanded the morning to appear and caused the dawn to rise in the east? Have you made the light, daylight spread to the ends of the earth to bring an end to the night's wickedness? No. No, I haven't. Neither of you. So, since that is true, your God. Can. <laughs> I, I, I can't do anything about this. Have you explored the springs from which the seas come? Have you explored the depths? Do you know where the gates of death are located? Have you seen the gates of utter gloom? Do you realize the extent of the earth? Tell me about it if you know. Tell me about it. Do you realize the extent of the earth? Tell me about it. Where does the light come from? Where does darkness go? Can you take each to its home? Do you know how to get there? But of course you know these things. Because <laughs> you must have been born before it was created. Have you visited the storehouses of the snow? Have you seen the storehouses of hail? Oh, then the rest of 38. 39. There's 13 questions. I read those chapters, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you the Sunday school truth. I, 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 just, I just fell in awe of a God that can do anything. Why do I doubt? Why do I fear? Why, why do I fret? Why did I get all upside down? I, I, I know a God that can do anything. Amen. Yeah. I love when I see the faith of a little child show out. So here's what I want us to do. For those of you that need this, want this, I, I, I'm, I'm going to make a couple statements and I'm going to ask you if you would please, if you would just respond with that and not in your heart 
No. No, I want you to get used to declaring that your God can. And then instead of God can save me and take me to heaven and forgive me of all my sins, that alone should make us never doubt. But for those of us that have grown up in church and forgot, and we haven't seen it through the eyes of a child in a while, I'm just asking you to join me as we declare the reality that my God can. And I don't know who I'm talking to today, but if you've got a broken marriage and somehow you're having trouble forgiving and and trust is strained and you're not sure what's going to happen, I've been there. I've caused it. Do you feel me? I've been there. I've caused that. I've caused forgiveness to be hard. I've caused trust to be strained. If you think that you can fix this, Worse, if you think you can fix your spouse, you're wrong. I was wrong. Miss Kim was wrong. But if you know, or if you want to embrace the truth that your marriage can be healed, that you can once again be made one, are you with me still? If you believe that, let me hear you say it. My God can. Now, for those that aren't sure because the therapist ain't got you booked out far enough yet, why don't you just say that your God can? Do you believe God can fix what's broken in your marriage? Do you believe it? Say it. My God can. Oh, listen, eventually we're going to get more undignified than this because there's nothing I'd rather do on Father's Day than stand here right now and have you repeat to me that my God can. I got nowhere to be. If you got to go, I understand. God bless you. Have a great day. Leave your offering. (laughs) I I added that last part in there. That may or not have been from God. I don't know. But listen, listen. I, uh, right? Eventually, we're going to have to learn. We've got to stop sitting on our hands. We've got to stop just like, mm, mm-hmm. mm. Let me talk to my Baptist friends. Yeah. I, yeah. No. They said the same thing. They just said it down here. Listen. If you think that we're going to get to heaven and there ain't going to be some noise and there's going to be some shout, if you think that there ain't nothing going to, that it's just going to be like completely organized and everybody's going to be, you know, everything's the same. And every, if you think that, then listen, you don't know my God. My God is a God of diversity. And he, he cre- have, you, have, you, have, you, have you walked through the woods lately? So, 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 so listen, you need to, you need to just, just loosen up a little bit deeper. <sighs> let, me, let, me, let me talk about Pentecostal friends. Listen, just because you make noise don't mean nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what you need to do is you need to believe that my God can. And you can say it in English. You can say it in God's language. I don't care how you say it. But somebody in here needs to own this or your marriage is done. It's done. It's done. So let me ask you one more time. If you believe it, 
If you believe that your God is the God who can fix what's broken, will you please just declare to the devil, yeah, give him praise in this house. God can do it. God can do it. God can fix it. Is there anybody in here that believe that God still heals? Oh, you've got infirmities. By his stripes we are healed. Well, I've been praying for that. It ain't happened yet. Welcome to the daggone club. It doesn't change. Listen, what he does doesn't change who he is. What he does not do doesn't change who he is. And if you need healing, if someone you love needs healing, I wonder why we're so quiet if you're willing to do whatever you can do to manage your own physical body the best you can do. And you're going to leave the rest up to God. But you believe that with God all things are possible and nothing is impossible with God. Why don't you shout that? I don't know what in the name of Almighty God is, am I, am I, don't make, is this on? Check, check one. If you believe and you're going to own that with God, all, listen, a little kid would say, my God can, my God can, my daddy can do it. My dad's got this. My dad don't look like it, but he's got it, and he can whoop your daddy. So here's the thing. If you need healing, someone you love needs healing, why don't you let the devil know that? That's what I'm talking about, giving praise. Come on, my God can. I wonder if anybody believes that just because you're in financial straits right now, you need to know that God's the great provider, and you need to know that he owns everything, and you don't have jack squat that he didn't give you, and that promotion you're going to get, you didn't get it because you're awesome. You got it because God was willing to give it to you because he learned he could trust you. Are you with me? So if you're in financial straits right now, somebody who wants to be broke free of that, that's going to leave this place owning the reality that nothing is impossible with my God, and my God can because you can't do nothing about it you will do your part but you can't change everything you can't fix everything but guess what yeah I just wonder I wonder if anybody in here today maybe somebody that you love doesn't know Jesus Christ you, you listen let me talk to you church kids for a minute I understand. I'm a church kid. I understand. I understand what you were told about it. I understand how you were told who deserved it and who. I understand how you were told that the divorced couple, they they don't need to they're going to have to move over here because of saints. We got business to do with God. Does he forgive or doesn't he? Okay, good to know, good to know, good to know, good to know, good to know. So that means he forgives everything. Good to know, good to know, good to know. Now, if you got somebody in your life that needs Jesus Christ, I don't care if they're sitting beside you or not. Because <laughs> they're gonna, they're about to, they're gonna feel something in a minute, <laughs> and they, and they're gonna all of a sudden they may need to pee. And they'll be like, "Excuse me, let 
Just let them go because we're going to say it so loud that they're going to, okay, well, I thought I was going to get away from that, but I didn't. If you know somebody that needs Jesus and you've just turned it over to God, you know what God wants you to do? God wants you to pray through that. God wants you to take that in. He wants you to take his big hand and take their hand and put those two hands together. He wants you to stand in the gap. And if you believe that uh, Uncle Bobby, who's just gone way too far, if you believe, if Billy Joe, who just, he's just upside down. He's on his 10th marriage, and he's the girl he's with right now is like half his age. Like, well, first of all, ain't none of your business. Second of all, your God is bigger than his desires and his lust and everything else. So if you got somebody in your life that needs Jesus, and you want them to be saved, and you know they need to be saved, and you know that you might be the instrument, you might not, but you know a God that can, if you need someone saved, oh, why don't you just shout that? Now, the question is, do you believe that? See, faith like a child believes that. Faith like a child don't just say words, but not only does a child like faith believe that God can, are you ready? Are you ready? You might just, just buckle it up right now. Because not only does childlike faith say, my God can, childlike faith also says that my God will. Come on, somebody. My God will. My God will. Do you pray? Well, I, you know, I don't, you know, here's the thing. I don't know. I just don't know. God's ways are higher than our ways, the prophet Isaiah said. He knows more than Jeff knows. So why would we enter into intercession already canceling it out? Why would we enter into a time of prayer already just accepting the fact, you know what, God, I'm doing this because it's prayer meeting, um, but I know, I know, I, you, you got, I'm being punished, I get it, I'm being punished. No, why, 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 why not pray like he will? Listen, I, I, here, here's one thing, I know, man, I failed as a dad, I failed as a dad, I know that, you don't have to remind me of that, my kids don't have to remind me of that, I've said I'm sorry for the things I've failed for, I hope they forgive me, and I know they have. But here's what I believe they would all tell you, and they're here, so you can ask. If I told them something, it's what it was. Oh, oh, listen, wasn't perfect, but I was consistent. Some would say stubborn. I like consistent better. <laughs> there was no compromise. Hey, hey, if, if you were told you were getting a whooping when you got home, you can straighten up. All, I know it's 2020. I get it. I'm old. I feel you. In six days, I'll be even older. Six days is my birthday. Let me, let me let that rest while you write that, write that down. Here's the thing. If I said, if, if Miss Kim said you're getting a whooping when you get home, that's the longest church service in history. And that ride home, you're a yes mammon and no mammon. You're, you've had some behavior modification. And that's what the church does. See, God's told us there's consequence for sin. And God's told us that he is faithful when we are faithless. Well, God's told us that. No, that's a promise. 
And so we need to, we need to enter into interaction with our Father, with the understanding that my God, not only can He, He will. No, He will. He will. My God will. How many believe their God will? Now, 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 let, now let me ask, the, and this ain't a trick question, because listen, if I'm going to lay it out there, you're going to have to lay it out there. How many sometimes, and my hand's up first, I'll lead the pack. How many sometimes pray, though, and it's not really with expectation. You almost, you, you're praying, but deep down inside of you, even though God don't know what's happening inside of us, um, we're praying, we're praying, but we, we kind of believe, I, you know, he ain't going to change. He ain't going to change. How many, how many pray and you kind of believe? Yeah, buddy. Yeah, but that's, that's what, took the words out of him. God's mouth. My brother said, I believe. See, all, all the church folks knew that verse. Did you hear that? You just indicted yourself. So now you've got to believe it. Because you just prayed, or unless you were just throwing a verse out. Is that what we did? No, no. So, God, I believe, but help my unbelief. I want to believe that not only my God can, I want to believe my, <laughs> oh, we see the faith like a little child in an Old Testament story. Go to 1 Samuel chapter 17. Oh, you already know where I'm going. 1 Samuel 17. Occasionally when nations would go to war, I'm, I'm going to hurry up. When, when nations would go to war, um, they would take out their strongest, you know this story, but, but I love to tell it, so give me a minute. So they would send out their strongest warrior, they send him out, and he's ready to go. You know, he ain't, he ain't coming out all sheepish. Am I right? Muhammad Ali never stood over in the corner like this. No, he come up, he's like. It didn't. Dude was a mo little smoother than that, though, probably. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would have been true, too. They send their biggest warrior out, their strongest, their biggest and baddest warrior, they send them out. The other, the other side would do the same thing, they send them out. And whoever won, they would duel it out. And whoever won, the other side had to become the slaves of the winners. And there was a whole lot of other things involved there. I mean, there was some desecration of the nation's king and a bunch of other things. Point is, they would come out and they would fight. And there was an undeniable winner. <laughs> well, there was, there was this child. <sighs> there, was, there, was this, there was this child. He, he obeyed his, his daddy and he did whatever he was told, and he got the worst jobs. But out of that worst job came some of the most beautiful songs. Uh, about, I don't know, uh, uh, about the 675, that'll get to you. But, 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 but they, 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 they had a problem in Israel, and it was this giant. 
His name was Goliath. And you know, you know the story, but, but are you in the story? No, don't just know the story. Live this story right now. This truth. This isn't just history. Okay. So this giant just, just kept being all derogatory towards the one true God. I mean, man, he, I mean, just cursing. Just, I mean, just, just, just belittling the one true God and all that would follow the one true God. Uh, and, and, I, and, 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 and listen, I, any, any, the, the, the grown-ups, I said the grown-ups, somebody needs to do something. Somebody needs to do something about this giant. We need a strategy. Has anybody, has anybody heard from the king? Anybody heard from the general? No? Good. Okay. All right. So we're just going to chill out right here. And then God, and so God, so God tells, God tells, God tells Jesse to, to tell his little boy, your brothers who are actually doing something, they're hungry. So would you deliver these groceries? Okay. Take them some groceries. So he goes and he just takes some groceries. So he gets down. He, listen, he's been in the field. 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 He don't know the full picture of what's going on. He gets over here. And he's like, hey, hey, brother, hey, hey, dad told me to bring you. What? Did you hear what he said? Hold up. No, no, no. Did you hear? Did you hear what he said? Here, take the food. But did you hear what he said? You need to go home. You, you need to go home. Right? Ain't there a cause? It, isn't there a fight here? I said, isn't there a fight here? Isn't, isn't, isn't. How long are we just going to stand here and listen? Are you guys going to do something? You, you listen, you're so full of pride. You, you think you can do something. No, 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 I don't, I don't think I can do something. And not only do I believe as a kid that my God can. Oh, and you know the story. <laughs> I, I, I love it. The, the, the Goliath comes out. Who's going to stand against me? Not me. <laughs> nope, not today. Oh, but look. David, he went and told the king, hey, won't you let me handle this? I honor you, king. But king was there. Ain't you too young for this? Probably. Yep. Probably. And then he gives a couple of examples of when my God can and my God did. And then this happens in 1 Samuel 17, 45, 46, and 47. Look at the screen. David said to the Philistine, the giant, you come against me with sword, spear, and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty. Oh, yeah. The God of the armies of Israel whom you have defiled. This day, this day, say it with me. The Lord. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hands. I'm going to strike you down. And while I'm at it, I'm just... I'm just going to take his sword, and I'm, going to, I'm just going to take your daggone head off while we're at it. 
Because when God, who can, does what God only can do, you're not getting back up. See, he don't have to do something. He don't have to do something. But sometimes we believe he can, but we don't always believe he will. And when everybody else thought that Goliath was too big to beat, David just established that with God, he's too big to miss. <laughs> that was awesome. That's a good line right there. That's a t-shirt. That's a bumper sticker. Trademark. When everybody else thought he was too big to beat. If you believe my God can, and if you believe your God will, that giant's just too big to miss. My God can, my, my God will. <laughs> Unfortunately, for a lot of us, we, we, we grew up, now, now follow me, because I'm not, I ain't, you know, I don't, I'm not being condescending. I'm, it's just real talking here. For many of us, we grew up around Christianity, and now tell me this ain't the truth, that we believe that God can, and we believe that God will, but we believe He can and will for somebody else. Yes? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, um, I'm way better at praying for others than I am Because for whatever reason, there's something inside of me that feels like I don't deserve. But see, when, 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 when Jesus died on the cross, and when I asked him to forgive me of my sins and come into my life and be Lord of my life, he made me brand new. No, I'm in the family now. I'm in the family. So I deserve whatever he deserves. Oh, that means the suffering part. And that means the glory part, not, not, not man glory. You understand what I'm talking about, right? Everybody with me still? Nobody's tweeting that, saying that I said, okay. What's, what's crazy is we think God's going to do it over there, but not right here. Not right here. Not, not right here, not right there, not right there. We, we, we believe he can. Yes, thank you, Jesus. And we believe you will. That's why I wanted, I wanted to feel you say, my God can. Because you need to know he can with you. And he wants to meet you right where you are and help you grow up with the faith of a child. And I pray today that if you're facing something difficult, if something is in front of you and we all have that thing. And listen, don't be embarrassed by it. It's okay if you miss the mark because listen, God's not mad at you. God's not mad at you. But he can and will forgive you. If you, listen, if we confess our sins simply just means, 1 John 1, 9, if we just agree with God, that's all it means. It don't mean you write out a laundry list of sins. Listen, we don't have time. Right on, brother. Thanks for owning that. I don't have time. Let's save a tree, and let's not just like write everything out that we've done wrong. Why don't we just agree with God that you're right and I'm wrong? And if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and cleanse us from all. Oh, there's that all word again. All unrighteousness. Bless God. All unrighteousness. 
righteousness. And I pray that this gets deep down inside of you and we will completely believe in a God that says, with me, all things are possible. But here's the question. We're going to wrestle to the ground and then we're going to go home. We believe a God that can. We believe in a God that will. But now embrace this question. What do you do? What do you do when you know he can and you believe he will, but he doesn't? What do you do? I pray harder. Thanks, you trust. What do you do when you're trying to have faith like a child and believe he can? What do you do when you're trying to have faith like a child and you believe that he's going to do it? And you're waiting. And you're waiting. See, this is when our prayers start. They start to. They start to veer off a little bit. You know, you know it's when our, our verbiage changes when we're praying. God, if it's your will, you know what I'm saying? Or, or, or we just get like super generic and God, just be with us. When did God say he was leaving? I don't, I don't remember when he, when he said he's with us. God, I'll come over here. God's with us. He didn't say he was leaving. He didn't say he was going anywhere. If, if it makes you feel better to pray, God be with us, then knock yourself out. But listen, you need to understand, are you saying that because there's fear in your prayer? What do you do? What do you do? What do you do when you believe he can? You even believe he will, but then he doesn't. And I know I've told this story before, but it's a significant part of my family's journey, and I think it's appropriate today. Before my pops passed away, before everything he talked about and everything he sung about became his new reality. he looked at me and said and I told him I was scheduled up in Salina the band was going to lead this big denominational youth event Trey will tell you Trey, 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 Trey was on that trip he was the drummer in the band and I looked at my dad who hadn't raised up in about three days or so and I go, Dad, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm I'm to call Bubby. I want to cancel, cancel this gig up here. And if they, if they want to go on, they can. But I'm going to stay right here with you. My dad raised up. And he said, boy. That's, that's what he called me. 
boy, I never canceled a day in my life. And he's right. That flooded my memory. I traveled with my father for 10 years the first time and three more after I got married. And my daddy never canceled. My daddy paid to play. My daddy laid underneath that big old tour bus from Monday to Thursday so we could get it in on Friday and go lead somebody to Jesus. And whenever that he told me that he would never cancel and I'm never going to cancel, he said this, there's somebody in Salina that needs to hear what you're going to say to them. And of course, the whole ride up there, I'm wrestling with, did I do the right thing? Did I, what, God, don't let dad pass till I get back. You know, you, you, who knows what I'm talking about? You start having these weird conversations with God. Band plays and I speak. I'm, I, at, at the sake of you receiving this as a preacher story, I'm telling you the Sunday school truth. Oh, they were, they were seven deep at that altar. That's why you don't cancel, huh, Dad? That's why you, that's why you don't let how you feel get in the way, huh, Dad? I get it now, Dad. I get it. I get, I get it, Pops. That's why you waited on me. I get it. That's why you waited on me, Dad. I took the hand of my father. That waiting room became a church. Many of his friends, some of his family, praying. Nurses were telling me, I'm, I'm back there in the ICU with Dad and or the cardiac unit, rather, with dad. And they're telling us, I'm just, they're just overwhelmed with emotion. They're, you guys are just ministering to me so much. And See, do you think that we weren't praying that dad would be healed? But see, what dad proved to me with his entire life was that he believed in a God that can and he believed in a God that will. But number three, he believed in a God that even if he doesn't, I still believe. Amen. And I grabbed my daddy's hand and I leaned over to him and I whispered in his ear, I will not fail, I will not fall, and I will finish I've fallen. But seven times, seven times a righteous man falls and seven times a righteous man gets up again. My God can and my God will, but even if he doesn't, glory, blessed be his name. And when I said that to my daddy, he went and saw mom. And I lived that they would be proud of me. But I would lie to you if I didn't say, mess with me a little bit. Mess with me a little bit because three months before that, I'm holding my mama's hand when she dies. 
And let me just go on record saying the devil's a punk. The devil's a liar. Because what kept coming back was the things I did wrong. Like I, I hate the devil. I hate him. I hate him. But through the power of his word and the testimony of my father's faith and my mother's faith, I can stand here and say, oh, I know that God can and I know that he will, but even if he doesn't, blessed be the name of the Lord. There were these three boys from Hebrew, from, that were Hebrew boys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they believed that God can and they believed in a God that will. And the king told them they had to bow to him. And with much honor and respect, they said, Sir, we will not. You'll bow to me, or I'll throw you in the fire. Sir, we will not. And in Daniel 3, (laughs) this happens. Verse 16, they said, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it. My God can. I said, my God. That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. If we're thrown into the furnace, the God we serve is able. He can. And he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. We believe he will. Verse 18. Come on, somebody. But even if he does not, you need to hear us loud and clear, your majesty. We will bow to no one. We will not serve your gods. We will not worship the image that you have set up. And you know the story. You know that he tried to lay the heavy hand on them, threw them in the fire. They came out. Didn't even smell like smoke. Now, if you're a parent, I'm close. If you're a parent, think about how much you love your kid, right? Your children. If you're an aunt, think about how much you love. If you're an uncle, think about how much you love. Listen, listen, listen. If, 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 if you're a parent, do you think Mary, the mother of Jesus, our Lord, do you think it was easy for her? See, 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 I couldn't love my kids anymore, I don't believe. I couldn't love my grandkids anymore. I love your kids. I mean, I can't even put into words how much I love your kids. 
But now imagine if your kid was perfect. Sinless. Never did nothing wrong. You, you knew the destiny that the creator of the universe placed inside your kid. And then all of a sudden, he gets wrongfully accused. He gets illegally arrested. He gets improperly tried. And as a parent, as a mom, as a dad, you're watching and your child is being beaten and pummeled about the head and shoulders to the degree that his face didn't even look like a man's. And you hear the hammer as it drives the nails right below the palm of his hand through his wrist into the wood and the other one and he made not a sound. Do you think that Mary did not pray? Jesus himself prayed. If there's any other way, yet, yet thy will not mine. The mama had to watch as they dropped her boy in a hole. And he raised up one last time to fill what was left of his lungs up with air. And he died so that you and I could live. You think she didn't believe in a God that can? Sure she did. We read Luke chapter 1. We read the little snippet from the Christmas story. But it's so much more than that. It's viewing faith through the lens of a child. See, Mary knew God can, and Mary knew God will. But Mary, like so many of us, we're still waiting on an answer, right? Now, Mary knew what was going to happen. Don't, don't mishear me. I'm, I'm not being heretical. But, but she was a real mom. She was a real person with real feelings. And sometimes those feelings can get all jacked up. Yes? Maybe. Maybe as you're trying to learn to grow into a child, maybe, maybe you're at the, uh, I need to work on the my God can part because I got so much doubt in me right now. Maybe, maybe you've you got past that in your journey and now you're at the my God will. You, you, uh, I, you know what? I'm, I, 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 know, I give up too soon. I, I have this problem that God's not on my time schedule. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Come on, come on. You know, God, let me remind you again of this situation. Like, God, I don't know what's happening. And maybe, 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 maybe you, you gotta, you, you're going to have to learn to just put some things in God's hand. Did you hear me? But, but believe that he will. And pray expectantly. And then, maybe though, Maybe, maybe you're where I was. 
when my dad was passing. Maybe you're mad at God. I was mad at God. I admit that. And I repented of it. Oh, because listen, his story was way bigger than the 72 years he had on this earth. Come on. See, God, God don't look at it from this plane. God looks at it in the scope of eternity. And I think what needs to happen is we need to just lean in to the faith of a child and say, you know what, I, 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 I want to leave here owning and declaring that my God can. Nothing is impossible. And you know what? My God will. But you'll know you're maturing like a child when you can say, but even if he doesn't, blessed be his name. God, speak to our hearts. Move us in this moment. I pray, Lord Jesus, that as the Spirit rests. Father, I ask that you would begin to move us. And may we be honest with ourselves. Church, in an attitude of prayer, I'm, I, I just ask that you would just, just kind of hang right there as you pray. I believe there's just a lot of us under the sound of my voice, whether you're listening to it by way of podcast or, or you're in this room right now, that you 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 want so badly to declare that my God can. You want that so badly. Can I just, listen, you, you just need to elevate your faith. And, and, and that sounds so hollow. And that sounds like so simplistic. But listen, you, you, you think back in what God's done. Your God can. You declared it today. And maybe you just need the faith to believe that he will. Or maybe you're still mad. I'm telling you, I get it. I really do. And, and we're not going to compare apples to apples on who's more mad. Than, listen, it doesn't matter. It, I'm, it, what matters is that you recognize, you know what? I struggle with being okay with God when it don't turn out like I think it should turn out. I'm inviting you to join me as we repent. And we ask God to teach me to have faith like a child. And if you're here and you don't know him, I told you what he did for you. But I left out a little part. After they threw him in the side of the hill and put a big rock in front of the hole, one day passed and two days passed and on the third day, Jesus Christ transcended all time. And in resurrection power, 
got up from the dead and conquered death, hell, and the grave for you to believe like a child. And if you've drifted, if it's derailed, I'm inviting you to once again embrace the story of the amazing gospel of Jesus Christ, the truth that he came, he died, and he rose again for you. You're worth it. Here's my invitation. If in this word you have, God has whispered into your heart that you're struggling with the faith that God can, I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet right now. Stand up. I, I, we've admitted. Thank you, dear. Thank you so much. And there, sir, I'm proud of you. Thank you, pastor. Who else? You, you struggle with that, that God can. You, and you, you, thank you, son. I mean, you just walk with Jesus so long now that you're, just, you're more confused than anything else. Who else? You struggle with God can. Let me, thank you, dear. Stay standing if you would, please. Maybe you're, maybe you're like me and you struggled with owning and leaning into the fact that my God will. And, and, and your, your prayers have kind of, thank you, hon. Your prayers have kind of like, they've kind of moved a little bit trying to make yourself feel better instead of just declaring the reality that God will. God will. God will answer prayer. But you struggle with it. Would you stand? Thank you, dear. Who else? Look, man, you're just in family. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, dear. I'm, I, I, I know I'm already standing, but I'm standing. I'm being, I'm being 100%. I'm, I'm standing with you. Listen, we've been doing this for a long time. And man, there's some things that have kind of pow, 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 pow happened that I don't understand. And, and I find myself sometimes getting confused with God. God didn't change. And I've got to get back to growing up like a child and just proclaiming the reality that I know you can, God, because nothing's impossible. And I know you will because you said you would. So now let me talk to my friends who are mad. You're, you're a little bugged. You're, you're just a little ticked off at your God. And you're, you're needing him to bolster your belief. God, I believe, but help my unbelief because there's just some things that I'm struggling with because I, I believe you can and I believe you will, but you ain't. Would you just stand with me? We're going to pray. Now, thank you, son. I'm proud of you. Now, if you know that your relationship with Jesus is fractured, listen, it, it don't, don't matter to what degree. If you know that, if you know your relationship with Jesus is not what it should be, it might be non-existent, it might be casual at best. You need to understand something. You, 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 read, you read Job 38, 39, 40, and 41, I'm going to tell you something, that'll bring you down. No, I mean like down in humility, not down in spirit. And you will be in awe of the God that can do anything. And what he came here today to do for you and the reason you're here, it's not an accident. You're here to say yes to Jesus and have new life. So if that's you, 
stand up. Have the courage to believe and stand up. I need Jesus to restore me. I need Jesus to make me whole, to make me new. I'm broken, and it ain't God's fault. It's my fault, and I confess my sins before him, and I want to make him Lord of my life. Who else? Who else? God, move in your house. Move in your house. Church, just pray. Who else? I just believe God's telling me there's one more, and I ain't going to drag this out. When he says we're done, we're done. Who else? Who's going to stand with your family and say, I need Jesus to make me new? Anybody? Would you mind the Lord on his Father's Day? Oh, we got some white knuckles going on. Pray with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, the powerful name of Jesus, oh God, we come to you acknowledging that you are almighty and you are all powerful. We come to you, Lord Jesus, acknowledging that you can. God, we believe that, but help our unbelief. Father, we come and we acknowledge and we want to leave this place with a spirit of expectation. And God, we want to lean into the reality that not only can you, but you will. May we pray with that, with that kind of audacious spirit and with that kind of attitude that we are following and trusting and serving the one true God that can and nothing is impossible with Him and that you will. Oh, but Father... I pray that you would bring the salve of your word and that the Spirit would bring comfort to those who are trying so desperately to feel that and believe that and they're struggling with your timetable. Lord, I pray that you would just give them a glimpse and an extra measure of faith into what you're doing in their life. And I pray, Father, that they would just trust you with everything that you would move in their life, that you would bring back to their remembrance everything that you've done. Oh God, the, when, you've, when you saved them from harm, when you delivered their family, God, whatever it is, God, may they go back to those memorial stones and be reminded that you have always been faithful, that you have never left them, that you've never forsook them, that you have been with them from the beginning and you will be with them to the ends of the earth. God, may we embrace that May we own that and may we leave here declaring my God can and my God will. But even if, God, you don't, your ways are higher and we will still believe and we will still lift our hands in worship and we will get more undignified than this because you are worthy and you alone are worthy. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Church, give him praise in this house. Be seated, if you will, for just a second.